0: me i tried to warn them but no one believes me i'm a park ranger legally i can't give away too much information about where i work but all i can say is that i work close to a military base i don't know if this happens all over the country or not hell It could happen all over the world. But I'm giving you all this life-saving advice just in case this isn't some local phenomenon. My name is Peter. Well not really but for the sake of this story it is. I'm not giving out my real info because when I started this job they made me sign an NDA. I started off as a park ranger six months ago. They showed me the ropes pretty fast. And due to COVID, a lot of people went camping this year as a way of hanging out with their friends and getting away from the city life. As people tend to do, they would drink and get themselves hurt or lost. So we went on a bunch of search and rescue missions. If I'm being perfectly honest, more searches than actual rescues. I still remember the first day I learned about these women. We got called to find a couple in their 20s who wandered away from the group for a few hours. So we had to go find them. When I went out with my supervisor, who we'll call Jane, she's the toughest woman I know, won't take shots from anyone and can easily kick your ass. So anyway, it was around 4 p.m. We're deep in the woods closest to their campsite. The couple probably went off for a quickie and got lost, who knows? People do that all the time up here. So we walk for a while and out of my peripheral, I see a figure who I assume was the woman that we were looking for. I saw dark brown hair and a blue dress. Help me, please. I would hear her say weakly. I assumed it was her, it sounded so close to my ears, but she was yards away. As I went to turn to face her, Jane grabbed my head and turned it back forward. You don't want to do that, she says as she continues to push me forward. But, but there's a girl, I said as I tried to turn my head again. She turns it back forward with more force this time. I'm aware newbie, just keep walking forward. She says with a sharp shove. What's your name? Jin calls into the forest in her harshest voice as it echoed through the trees. The girl didn't answer the question. Help me, please. I really need help. The girl pleads. Jane and I continue walking forward. Tell me your name, and I'll help you. Jane commanded. Please, I just need your help so bad. Come on, Peter please the girl begged and i stopped in my tracks and just stared at jane she said my name she might know me we have to go back and help her i protested but jane retorted if you want to go you're going alone And you won't fucking come back. And I'm not about to go disappearing into the forest looking for you just because you wanted to play hero to a damsel in distress. She said with anger in her tone. I listened to my commands. And I'll be honest. At the time, I felt really guilty. But now I'm glad I did. So we ended up finding the missing couple and returned them safely to camp. And Jane and I went back to the station. You want to tell me what that was about? I asked Jane angrily. It's a long story, she said dismissively. I pressed the topic. I've got time. Tell me. I said in a challenging tone. She sighed and made me promise not to tell a single soul. But I don't feel quite right keeping it to myself. I don't know what they are, honestly. My superior didn't even know, and he worked here for 50 years. One day, he told me of a girl. A girl needing help. And if you were to meet this girl, don't look at her until she tells you her name. Why? Uh, They don't have names. They don't know how to make one up. Or maybe they don't know what the question means. Maybe they... I'm not quite sure what to say they even think they're so powerful that they don't need a name but they will do anything to get you to look at them ask for help ask for sex say they know you your mom details of your family anything just to get you to look She said all this in a somber, spun tale. What happens if you look, I asked. I had the same question. My superior, Felix, he didn't know either. He does now, but isn't really around to tell the tale. All we know is... If they are able to get you to look, you walk off and you don't come back. What happened to Felix? I asked. When I said his name, I was pain flickered across the face. The only time I saw her express anything other than anger at this point Was she upset? He... He looked. We were looking for someone's stupid lost dog, and he was in front of... Well... He was in front. And from behind us, we... We heard a woman's whisper. She said Felix's name. When that didn't work, the voice changed to a child's voice and we heard a panicked little girl call out for grandpa. It was imitating his granddaughter who had drowned in the swimming pool about four months earlier. I I couldn't stop him he turns and whispers Aubrey? I knew at that exact moment he had laid eyes on it his pupils got huge like he was rolling his eyes and glazed over a look it was like he was on autopilot as he started walking forward I screamed for him to stop but I didn't move I didn't turn around. I kept walking forward like a coward. We we never found his body. We never will either. I don't know what it does. But if you see it, you're never seen again. All we found was his dog tags from his army days and... His wedding ring hanging on a branch at the top of a tree. She finished her tail and then walked to the cooler. She went and grabbed herself a bottle of Jameson and drank it straight. So, why doesn't everyone know about this? I asked. She shrugged. Uh, I guess better them than us, right? She callously remarked. The hell do you mean by that? I asked in anger. Look, it needs people for whatever reason. If it doesn't find people out here, then it goes out there. And then what's going to happen? It'll come to the cities, then to the suburbs. They'll be everywhere. Sure, it sucks that some civilians will die, but better than having seen what happens when they lose their supply. When she told me this, I was furious, but I couldn't argue. The second time I saw it, it was even scarier. A young man fell into a ditch and couldn't get out, so we had to go help him. As we walked to the location, I saw one in my peripheral, but it wasn't in just the one direction. I continued to see it here and there always in the direction that we needed to go what the hell do we do i asked jane in a panic i don't want to get near that thing we walk it's okay to get close just don't look she warns me we walk and we continue to walk all while passing these things. Hey, can you help me? It asks in a child's voice. I look at the ground not to be tempted to peek. Come on, guys. Really? I'm hungry. Help me. Please? It begs. It's only 20 feet away now. I keep walking closer. Peter, come on. Help. Jane. Someone help me. It whines. As I pass it, I just feel cold. Like I just opened up my freezer. It has a smell to it. Like dirty pond water and it feels bad <laughs> like a ball of anxiety when you when you're on a plane and it takes off in that moment right before the turbulence hits or the rush you get when you go down a hill or a roller coaster my body got covered in goosebumps as i watched my feet crunch the leaves as I walk over them. But the goosebumps are not from the cold. We pass it and it cries. Come on! Where are you going? I want to go home. Eventually it stops asking us to help it. Maybe it got too far away and we couldn't hear it maybe it gave up because we knew it wouldn't crack us I don't know I don't really understand this thing or things much at all but I have many more stories about these things but this isn't story time right now Maybe I'll post some things on another time if they don't bust my ass for posting this. I'm at a public library hoping that they can't trace this back to me. Jane won't snitch. I I trust her. In the six months I've worked, a hundred people went missing without a trace. One hundred. The cops... Paid us off not to say it's anything to claim it was an ancid or animals or drowning, and that's only the area I survey. I can't imagine how many states this happens in, whether it's statewide, countrywide, or even worldwide. At least if it's an animal, it eats you. It'll leave your bones as evidence. But this thing's got 100 people. And leaves absolutely nothing. No trace as if you never existed. I can't stand idly by and let this keep happening. I won't be complicated. I'm just going to let you know what's happening. I won't be complacent in people going missing anymore, like this. So please, especially around heavily forested areas, if you see a girl in the woods and if she's alone And if she asks for help or wants to talk to you, don't look until it gives you a name. I don't know what happens when it gets you. And honestly, I never want to find out. And I don't want any of you to find out either. Just stay safe and take care of each other. Please. Remember, don't look. Hey guys, Darkness here. If you're enjoying the story so far, please consider sharing and subscribing. Leave me comments, it helps out more than you know. I do have a few ideas that I want to run by you. Now, it has come to my attention that there are these things called hunter-killer boxes. And basically, if you are into the true crimes and things like that, you're given a box that has evidence and clues and a story that you work through a case. I would like to do that with you guys as an interactive podcast. See if you guys can solve it before I do. But that's just an idea. If it is something that you guys would seem to be interested in, please feel free to leave me comments. Let me know. Then we can go through it. Anyhow, guys. Have a good night. And until next time, venture into the darkness. (laughs) Ha, (laughs)